Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome today's guest, the strong and powerful Tom Hegna. Tom, are you ready to do this? I am. Excellent. Let's do it. Tom is an economist, author, retirement expert, a very popular speaker who is regarded by many to be the retirement income expert. He is also the author of Paychecks and Playchecks, as well as Don't Worry, Retire Happy. We're excited to have you on, Tom. Um, tell us a little bit about your personal life and some other info that I didn't mention in the introduction. Well, thanks for having me, George. I mean, just some background. I'm originally from a small town in Minnesota. I went to college at North Dakota State University on an Army ROTC scholarship. I was commissioned in the military, spent six years active duty, 16 and a half Army Reserve, retired as Lieutenant Colonel in 2006. I was in the insurance industry for about 30 years. I was an advisor, I was a manager, I was a national marketing manager, I was a senior executive officer for a Fortune 100 company. And about uh, six and a half years ago, I went out on my own. I've written four books on retirement. I've had a PBS TV special that's now played in 72 million homes by the name of Don't Worry, Retire Happy. That is impressive, sir. So tell us a little bit about what you think people really need to know about your work. Well, that retirement isn't what a lot of people think it is. People think it's about the stock market or it's about real estate or it's about, you know, growing assets and all, all that has a little bit to do with it. But the success of your retirement is really going to come down to two main things. Number one is income. And I would argue increasing income for the rest of your life. And number two, risk management. You've got to take key risks off the table because the distribution phase of retirement is very different than the accumulation phase of retirement. And if people think they're just going to cruise to retirement, you know, just taking money out of their portfolio every month, they're going to be sadly, sadly, sadly disappointed. That is not how a successful retirement works. Why do you think that it is just a matter of conditioning that people think, well, I'm just going to save up all this money and then I'll, I'll, I'll pull it out as I need to? Is it is it media? Is it just the way things have been? Well, look, I mean, we were all baby boomers and, and we were all saving money and we we're taught how to diversify and we we're taught to invest and we we're taught how to accumulate money. And I think I think brokers have done that pretty well. I think the media has done that pretty well. But what they're not doing very well is teaching people how to retire, how to distribute wealth. And here's, here's the, the main crux. If you've got assets, you will never, ever, ever enjoy your retirement because you don't know how long you're gonna live, you don't know what rate of return you're gonna get, so you don't know how much you can take out every month. So I promise you, you'll do one of two things. You'll either take out too much money, in which case you can quickly run out of money, or far more likely, you'll never take out enough. And you'll join the millions of Americans living this just-in-case retirement. You know, they said they were going to join the country club. They're going to buy a new boat. They're going to go on a cruise. They're going to see the world. You know why they haven't done it? Because just in case interest rates are low, oil prices are down, gas prices are down, GE just cut their dividend. They're living this just-in-case retirement. So then they don't touch their money. They don't touch their money. They don't touch their money. Then what happens? They die. What happens to money? Goes to kids. What do the kids do with it? They join the country club. They buy a new boat. They go on a cruise. They see the world. And so what I try to do is tell people, look, I don't want you to live a just-in-case retirement. And the way you get out of that is by putting some of your money into guaranteed income. Because here's the thing. When you're getting a check every month, think about it. You're getting your paycheck. Guess what you do with that? You spend almost every penny of that. You save a little, but you spend it. 
So when we get income, we spend it. When we have assets, we don't dare spend it. And so we can never fully enjoy a retirement if we're trying to live off of assets. And listening to you talk, that, that seems like common sense. What is it that, that, that stops people from, from pursuing this avenue of, of a retirement paycheck? Well, I don't think they've, they've done the study and the research. Like there was all the research on how to diversify and the financial frontier and, and how to, you know, have non-correlated assets in your portfolio. And all that works when you're accumulating money. But there's been also a lot of research on distribution. You know, work like Dr. David Babel of Wharton and Dr. Moshe Malevsky of Toronto and Dr. Menachem Yari of Israel and most recently Dr. Robert C. Merton, a Nobel Prize winner who had just published in the Harvard Business Review. Well, guess what? I've read their research. And you know what their research says? That there's really one optimal way to retire, that it's not people's opinions, it's based on math and science. And so what I write about, what I speak about, is the math and science behind a successful retirement. Well, that's certainly compelling. What, it, it just hasn't been that long in the country that we've bumped, that, that we're now responsible for figuring out how to do our own retirement income. Right? It used to be that we had defined benefit pension plans, and so we didn't need to think too much about it. Do you think that that plays a role in it? Well, absolutely, because if you think about it, your parents never talked about that they'd saved 100000 or 200000 or 500000 for retirement. Our parents and grandparents always communicated their retirement in terms of income. We get $2,000 a month. We get $3,000 a month. See, retirement has always been communicated in terms of income. But now people have assets, and what they've got to learn is that they've got to take some of their assets, not all of them, but let's say on average 20 to 40% of their assets should go into income, guaranteed lifetime income, because that way they're guaranteed they'll never run out of money. They can spend their money. They can actually enjoy their retirement because they can spend that money, and they can actually be a little more aggressive with some of the other money if they want to, to protect themselves against inflation and some of the other risks that are out there. Okay, so it's a... I hate using the term paradigm, but it is to a degree a paradigm shift away from, okay, when I retire or I stop working, I'm going to have $3,000 a month coming in. That, that That's just what my income will be. And now it's a matter of I, I actually managed to save, which is no small feat, half a million dollars or whatever it might be. Now, what do I do? How do I actually turn this into that income that I won't outlive? And that's a pretty a pretty scary thing because you don't want to make a bad decision about it. And if you go and you talk to or you read traditional financial news, you're going to get a hundred different opinions depending on who you're talking to. Um, how would you counsel somebody to, to 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 go through the process of I've saved all this money now? How do I actually design a solution that's right for me? Yeah. So both paychecks and playchecks and don't worry, retire happy have steps you can take. So I'll just quickly run through them. So in paychecks and playchecks concludes with four simple steps. Step number one, you need to cover your basic living expenses and retirement with guaranteed lifetime income. So figure out what all your normal expenses and retirement are, social security counts because that's a guaranteed paycheck for life. It's a lifetime income annuity. Pension counts, it's a lifetime income annuity. It's a guaranteed paycheck for life. But whatever you're short, 
That's where an annuity fits. You should buy guaranteed lifetime income to at least cover your basic living expenses. That's step one. Step number two, you need to have a plan to protect yourself against inflation. So that's where stocks can fit. That's where real estate can fit. Or if you don't like those things, you can ladder lifetime income. For example, I've got guaranteed lifetime income that will kick in when I turn age 60. But I bought even more that kicks in when I turn age 65. I bought even more that kicks in when I turn age 70. I got 11 of them. And so I'm guaranteed to have increasing income for the rest of my life. Step number three, you need to uh, have a plan for long-term care. No retirement plan is complete without a plan for long-term care. My guess is among your listeners today, this is the number one thing that has not been taken care of that can wipe out their entire life's work. And then step number four, the most efficient way to pass wealth uh, to your children, grandchildren, and charities is with life insurance. And if so, people would just use some pennies on the dollar to go to their kids via life insurance, they can actually spend more of their own money and enjoy their retirement. And that's the way Paychecks and Playchecks concludes. Got it. That is good common sense information. Um, what advice do you give to people who are worried about Social Security? Do you say that you should worry about it or it just is what it is? Well, I'm not worried that it's going to go away. I mean, I could literally fix Social Security in less than 15 minutes for the next 100 years. So Social Security will be a relatively easy fix. We're going to have to raise the retirement age on some of the kids, not on the not on your listeners, but on their kids, because uh, my dad got it at 65. I don't get it till I'm 67. Is, is it unreasonable for my 15-year-old daughter not to get it till she's 69 or 70? People are living longer, so we got to we got to raise the retirement age on kids. We got to uh, probably raise the tax level. Right now, we pay up to 127,000. That might have to go to 150, 160, 180,000. I don't know what the number is, but we'd have to do that, but and maybe change the cost of living just a little bit. But if you did those three things. Social Security would be fixed for the next 100 years. The real problem is Medicare and Medicaid and health care. And now Medicare is bleeding into Social Security. And so now they're doing income tests and higher income people now are going to receive a lot less Social Security because the Medicare premiums are coming out of there. And so it's going to be the health care that bleeds over so that, you know, people aren't going to see many increases, maybe no increases in Social Security unless they can get the healthcare thing fixed and I don't see that as an easy fix. Got it. No, I don't see that as an easy fix either. So that's probably beyond the scope of our conversation today. Um, when do you think that people should start considering looking at their retirement income picture? Is there an age that's too young? Is there an age that's too, that's, that's too old? I would say you're never too young. Um, because the one thing you have on your side when you're young is time and the compounding of the investments. And so, um, you know, retirement should be looked at as soon as you get a job, you should start putting money aside. Now, as far as the income picture, with now they have deferred income annuities and, and you know, other products that even young people in their 30s can buy. And the younger you buy it, the higher the guaranteed income is. And so, um, I'm not opposed to you looking at income for any money that you have set aside for retirement. So not for down payment on a house, not for college education. But if this money, if you said this is for sure for my retirement, I have no problem with people putting 30, 40, 50, 60 percent of that into an income product because retirement is really all about income. It's not about assets. Got it. 
And what is it about about an annuity product that makes it unique from an income standpoint? Well, it's the only product in the world you can buy that will guarantee you will never run out of money. Your banker can't guarantee you'll never run out of money. Your broker can't guarantee you'll never run out of money, but a life insurance company can because we're on both sides of the risk. They sell life insurance that pays if people die when they're young. They sell lifetime income that pays even if people live old. And because they're on both sides of the mortality and longevity risk scale, they can neutralize mortality and longevity risks themselves. And that's why only a life insurance company can sell life insurance and only a life insurance company can sell annuities because they counteract the risk. Got it. Nice. And who should people be talking to about this? They need to be working with a trusted financial professional. And that's why, you know, in Don't Worry, Retire Happy, I say retirement is not a do-it-yourself project. You need to work with a financial professional. I tell people all the time, I'm willing to bet you don't do your own dental work in your garage with your drill set. And I don't think you ought to be doing your own retirement planning either. No, that's that's probably true. And especially because emotions play such a large role in how we make decisions. And when we are talking about something as important as your retirement income, your retirement planning, you probably want to leave emotions out of that. So um, how would you recommend that if somebody's not currently working with a financial advisor, how, how would you counsel them to seek one out? Well, I'd say you know who are three of your most successful friends and ask them what they're doing and who they're talking to and get get a couple I, I say you shouldn't just deal with one person you should at least meet with two or three and and see who 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 fits with the way you think and and because everybody's got a different philosophy on investing even you know fiduciaries this whole fiduciary standard you go ask five fiduciaries what you should do you're going to get five different opinions and so there is no best solution what i write about is the optimal solution the optimal means it'll be the best more often than anything else will be the best and it'll never be the worst so find you know your three or four most successful friends ask who they work with go interview those people and then get all your records together and then start thinking about what do you really want in retirement? Like what age do you want to retire? How much income do you need to have? What What is your lifestyle going to be like? And you should be talking to your spouse on this because most spouses don't even agree on what their retirement's going to look like. And that's going to cause an all another set of problems. We could do a whole show just on that. The math and science and the idea of designing the optimal strategy, I think that that's one of the things that I really enjoy most about the way that you present and, and particularly the way that you wrote uh, your books is that it is dealing with that concept, which all too often I don't think that we're talking about. I think people make it way too complicated. So you got to make stuff simple, right? I'm a big believer in simplicity, you know, and, and if if people can't explain it simply, if you can't understand it simply, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't get involved with it because the optimal way to retire is really very simple. Excellent. Tom, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them today? Well, look, um, retirement is all about income. It's not about assets. You know, cover your basic living expenses with guaranteed income. Optimize the rest of your portfolio to protect yourself against inflation. Have a plan for long-term care. Uh, use your home equity wisely. That's what I get into and don't worry, retire happy. Consider a hybrid retirement. That might mean working part-time for a few years. Maximize your social security benefits. That's the biggest retirement uh, benefit that you have. And and then use life insurance to go to your children for pennies on the dollar. And I think if they just follow these simple steps based in math and science, they could have a happy and successful retirement. That is great stuff. I think that, that definitely warrants a come on. Come on. 
So thank you for that, Tom. Tom, where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Oh, I'm pretty simple to find. Uh, you can go to TomHegna.com. Uh, I've got videos on YouTube. So, I mean, if, if people just Google Tom Hegna, they're going to find my website, my store. Um, they can use uh, 15OFF as a coupon code for your listeners, and they can get a, a special deal on, on anything at the store. Excellent. And I can personally vouch for Tom and for his work. Um, the way that he presents information is very much in line with the way that my brain works. So take that for what it for <laughs> kind of for what it is. But if you are in a position where you are considering what you should be doing for your retirement, for your retirement income, check out his books. Uh, check them out on YouTube. Go to the website because you're going to find a lot of great information. Um, Tom is going around the country, it seems like every day, but on a weekly basis and speaking to large groups. So he definitely knows what he's talking about. So um, if you enjoyed this show as much as I did, show Tom your appreciation as well and share the show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Um, So Tom, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you very much, George. Great being with you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together.